A child lost to the edge of a cliff drives a mother mad. Could a devastating accident cause a soul to be left on earth long after death? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. back everybody welcome back to the haunting table podcast episode numero 18 let's fucking go let's fucking go episode 18 oh my goodness we are rising 18. up there we are getting up there we're almost at 20 almost wow. at 20 and then next it's oh, almost wow. at 100 and then we're at a thousand and then we and then we're still just doing this from our bedrooms Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a hobby damn it it's a, hobby. it's a healthy hobby let us have this it's a healthy hobby exactly exactly well again thank you everybody for joining us around the haunting table for episode number 18 if you haven't already check out episode number 17 where was that tyler was that in sheridan wyoming or was that in the uh that was alton that was all. Yeah, that was all. We recorded these backwards. Just deal with it. All it right. was. It was. We, we, we yeah, were for some reason. He still early. can't wrap his mind around it. I don't fucking care. We were in Alton, <laughs> Illinois, at uh, the Mineral Springs Hotel, know. the mysterious uh, Mineral Springs Hotel. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Well, anyway, my name. I we we are the Ghost Boys, and my name is of course Jake Woods, accompanied by Tyler. Uh, can, can of beans once again. We're just gonna stick with that, and then Anthony. Oh yeah. Adamson, how you boys doing? I'm doing swell. Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Yes, I'm doing swell. Yes. All righty. But yeah, like I said, go ahead and give a listen to episode number 17 if you haven't already. And then if you could help us out real quick, just get this out of the way. Of course, we do at the beginning of every episode. If you could, please find that purple Apple icon on your iPhones, that little podcast application, the purple icon on podcast application. Give us a five-star review, please, and thank you. It's free, and it helps us. Just leave a five-star review, leave a, a, a worded review saying that uh, Tyler is, in fact, a can of beans. I don't know. Whatever you want to say, it doesn't matter as long as you leave a review. As long as you leave a worded Girl. review and a five-star, that helps us immensely, more than you know, and it's free. You can do it for free. So that'd be fantastic. But if you don't want to do it's that, free real estate. <laughs> it's free real estate. If you don't want to do that and you just you feel like you're above it, you're above giving five star reviews, you don't have to do that. You could head over to our website, hauntingtable.com, and find all of our links to all our socials, haunting underscore table for Instagram and Twitter. Um we don't have a Tinder anymore, unfortunately, because that got deleted. Yeah, because people yeah. are fun haters. Yeah, people they fucking, fucking yeeted people that out shit. There. They yeeted three it strikes, and we were out. Apparently, three people out of a thousand were upset <laughs> that we, you know, advertised on Tinder. Well, we're just trying to we're just trying to bring joy to the people of this world. <laughs> it was I, it was a great it was a great advertising thing. We were, it was great. It okay. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, what you've done to Anthony. All right, he's sad. I, 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 I myself, really I myself do have a Tinder, but I don't even look at it anyway. So. That's understandable. Oh, well, we had yeah, Bumble, too. you like two weeks ago, dude, and <laughs> fucking sent you a message and you left me on red. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I never listened to it. So I never listened to it. I never look. I never listened to my Tinder. 
It's, I can hear it. I can hear it, but I just don't, I ignore it. Jay, open me. <laughs> Read That's what me. I sent to him. I literally said, Jay, open me. <laughs> yeah, but you mean a different open. You fucking loser. <laughs> Jay, open me. Okay. <laughs> wow. Why, please go scan I'm very forward. Hell Jay. yeah. That's, Hell I, you yeah, know what? I like it. I like I, it. I know what I want. I'm a man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, anyway, uh, so yeah, you can do that. You can go to our socials, which is haunting underscore table for Instagram and Twitter. And then, like I said, hauntingtable.com. You got all the links for everything in there. Bios, cool pictures, links to all the episodes as well with cool little pictures next to them. So go ahead and check that out. Um, I feel like that's all the plugs. I feel like I'm, I'm getting through these plugs a lot faster now. Is that it? Is, am I missing anything? I feel like I'm missing something. 18 episodes in and we're finally hitting our group let's go we're hitting that we're hitting that stride <laughs> and i'm second guessing oh, my yeah. stuff which which is a part of my stride is constantly guys, second guessing myself you guys do realize we're coming up on like a year i know that's crazy holy shit like we've been almost doing this for a we year we should do a yearly exactly review episode we'll talk about it we'll yeah talk yeah about we'll it. talk about it we'll talk about yeah. it um but anyway before without any further ado let's get into these disclaimer turduals these nice little rabbit pellets that we shoot out every week because we hold it for a week and that is not good for your rectal system so first and foremost uh, let me drop this uh, disclaimer turd on your chest we are not professionals we do not claim to be professionals in anything that we do in audio in video in podcasting we're not professionals in ghost hunting ghost busting or even ghost nutting so take what we do with a grain of salt please for the love of god we are just three ghost boys that love what we do and enjoy searching for proof of an afterlife i mean we are pros in some things tyler's a pro troll i'm a pro idiot and uh anthony's actually a cop so good for him uh thank you for thank you uh, protecting our streets, my good man. Must be nice. I appreciate it. Must be if nice. Needed. Think, finding what you want to do in your life and then achieving that. Oh, good for fucking oh, you, dude. I know. Fucking, I, I'm dude. such a fucking <laughs> Chad, dude. And then uh, <laughs> uh, up, up next on the turd block is... Go and for it. Up next is me. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was getting ready and getting all my stuff Remember? situated. I was expecting him to last a little bit longer than he did, but you know his groove kind of threw me off. I was going to say, remember so. when you said we're getting to our groove episode eighteen? Never mind. <laughs> Here we are jumping the rails. That's so, like it's all right, Anthony. My, like, my, that's me. That's me. <laughs> my disclaimer turd. I got it, guys. I got it now. My disclaimer turd okay, is: good. if you like what we do and want to do what we do. Ask for permission first. Yes. Every location yes, that we queen. go to, yas queen. <laughs> every location that we go to, we get express permission from the owners or local authorities if needed. We do not condone nor advertise or want you to go to locations we are at, we have been, or have not been without permission. Okay, guys, that is important. Yes. Do not trespass. We do not condone that. And the previous 17 episodes <laughs> will state that. Yep. If you trespass, you're going to catch a case. Catch and nobody chance. wants that. Oh. oh, wait. Never mind. Never mind. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> what? I didn't even hear what time. What'd you say, Tyler? <laughs> I, I said, you're going to catch these hands. That is a physical threat. And, and, and Tyler's going to catch a case that. also. We do not condone that. <laughs> we do not condone uh physical harm either yes yes well well worded well worded anthony yep if Thank you want to do what we do get permission please for the love of god get permission and then tyler hey hi how you doing Great. so uh, yeah good so obviously 
we joke and we have a good time during this podcast. Some of the stories that we tell are a little bit dark at times, but we always try to be respectful to any victims or their families involved. We will make jokes because obviously this is an adult comedy podcast, excuse me, but we always try to be respectful of the dead and the spirits that are here in said locations that yes. we talk about. Yes. Yeah. In in podcasts or podcasts, whatever, whichever, whatever you're listening to. Yeah. Whichever or Ponzi schemes. Ponca- Ponzi schemes. Ponzi schemes. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, for a second there, I'm going to be honest with you real quick. While you're giving your disclaimer, uh, mm. I, I, I ripped ass real loud. Real loud. Hell yeah. And I scared myself because yeah. I yeah. thought I wasn't muted and I was like, shit. Fucking you home. So, that will never die. That's never going to die. Wait, what did you say? What did you say? Gracie. Oh, yeah. What? Followed you home. Yeah. Oh, wow. Gracie, Check out Gracie? Malvern Manor episode yeah. for these <laughs> these jokes. I fart a lot, guys. I fart a lot. I don't know. I got I got the digestive system of an 80-year-old man. So good thing I was muted. Otherwise, that might have turned people off. Uh, but it's, it didn't turn people off from the Malvern episode. That was fantastic. <laughs> go, go listen to that episode if you want to. Whatever. I think. Was that seven? I think there's another. I can't remember what episode uh, that was. Malvern? Yeah. Seven, maybe? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I'm going to say seven. Cool, cool. Like I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, now that Moving we got on. those now that we got those disclaimer turds out of the way, we can just go ahead and let's just jump right into it. I just watched too many YouTube videos. But anyway. Tyler, where are we today, buddy? We are in the lovely city of Florence, Oregon, in the state of Oregon, obviously. Uh. So, the the city of Florence was established in 1893, like officially established in 1893, and it was called a rugged coastal frontier settlement um, that was rugged? mostly known for... Rugged? Yeah, rugged <sighs> coastal... Frontier I wonder what the settlement. like just a bunch of shirtless lumberjacks just fucking <laughs> glistening in the sun, bro. Honestly, like, given Oregon, hell yeah. just, just just sweaty nipple hair and everything, dude. Oh my god, is that your hell fucking yeah. wet dream, dude? I'm bro. talking, dude. You remember those? This is, that's just why sweaty nipple hair. <laughs> sweaty nipple hair. That's why I aspire to be when I grow up. Do you remember honestly. those? Uh, do you remember those old like early 2000s, late 90s uh, Hardee's commercials with those? The, I mean, over-sexualized Hardy commercials. Remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just imagining that, but with dudes with, like, really hairy chests. <laughs> like, just, just like, leaning against their wooden cabins and just, like, rubbing sweat. Downy rubbing all over. <laughs> running, rubbing, oh. <laughs> eating a burger. Yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> but it's not a burger. It's, like, oh, a sorry, it's brawn, killed. Right? Is it brawn? What was it that one with the lumberjack? Brawny. Is it brawny? Brawny. Brawny, brawny yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. It's just, it's just that dude just eating, like... A wild animal he killed or something. Just yeah. chopping down a tree with one hand. He's just standing Stop there it. like posing Stop. and then like a, a, a wild deer runs past him and he just straight up just fucking punches it right in the forehead and it falls down. He just starts tearing it open all sexually. We we want our female listeners to, to think about us, not some yeah, fucking right. sexualized No, we don't. We, we don't, don't care it. who they think about. We want them to listen to the podcast. Oh, hey, female audience, listening? think about whoever the fuck you want to. I don't care if you think about me. Think, think about a nice shirtless lumberjack with our <laughs> stupid fucking faces on yes. it. Yes. Yes. And, and the neck doesn't match this muscle mass around this fucking trap. <laughs> they're, they're, so, they're, so, they're so fucking tanned and we're pasty white and it just yeah. looks like it's just so bad photoshopped. It's like a 
malnourished yep. head was surgically attached to a very fit Arnold Schwarzenegger back yes. in the day. Think of that. That's what I would prefer you to think about. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. All right. Anyway. Oh my gosh. So this, this sweet little town, aka rugged coastal frontier town, settlement, whatever the fuck it was, it was mostly known for fishing and logging. Hmm. Perfect. Hell yeah. Great. Let's get some of that logging in. <laughs> no? Okay. I, I get nope. it. Can you explain? I just we were just we were just talking about Tinder and I'm just thinking about the message that Anthony sent me. I just read it now. So that's why I was th- oh, okay. anyway. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> so Don't tell my wife. Already did. It's literally on a recorded podcast that's nationally recognized. Just kidding, we're not national. No. No. Wish we were. Yeah. No. So Settlement, it lies at the mouth of the, and I probably will butcher this goddamn name, and I apologize for anyone. Hell yeah, butcher that shit. The what? Oh, yeah. The Suslaw? S-I-U-S-L-A-W. Probably butchered that. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep doing it. So uh, at the Suslaw River in, uh, wait, did I type that wrong? No, Lane County. The population currently is roughly 8,500 people, give or take. The nice. first inhabitants of the area were the Suslaw people. In fact, these people began settling the coast approximately 9,000 years ago. Damn. Yeah. 9,000 years ago? That's crazy, that's, actually. That's what I said. Bro. I mean, I, that makes sense. That's, that's Native American. I mean, right? That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that makes sure. sense. They've been here <laughs> well longer than we have. Yes. Just by a lot. <laughs> yeah. By a fucking so, lot. Yeah, it said that they had lived in the same locations of the area for hundreds of generations. So, yeah. The Susla and Lower um- Umpqua rivers and estuaries were the dominating factors in the growth of the local economy. Uh, and I'm going to say this in my own words. There was a shitload of fish and, se- and shellfish. And that made the economy boom here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, sometimes you got you to reap what you're given, you know? Yeah. I mean, shellfish go. I, that's still even to this day. It's a delicacy and it's expensive. It can be very expensive. Yeah. Could you imagine living in that time frame in that location and have shellfish allergy? I right. <laughs> there's no fucking way it's like they're dead. Like the at the age of, of like life. two, like there's no fucking way. Yeah. That, I would that, hate it. That'd be like today. Having an allergy to a cell phone. It's just like, well, then what the fuck am I going to do with my life? There's literally nothing I can do in today's world just without a cell phone. Or dogs. Oh, yeah. I feel sorry for those people that are allergic to dogs. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah, those assholes. My those, prayers go out to you guys. <laughs> those assholes, yeah, they chose. They were up there with God. And they're like, what do you, God's like, what do you want for an allergy? And they're like, I hate dogs. Like, All right, sounds good. All right. <laughs> but at that point, honestly, if you hate dogs, you deserve that. Like, if that was your reason behind it because you hated dogs, like, Sorry, that yeah. suck. I guess we are. Um, that's a, that, that was a weird, convoluted tangent. Anyway, back to, back to it. <laughs> How do, do we get to dogs? You need to, hold on before we before <laughs> no. we jump back on the track. You need to have like a like screeching tire, like we're swerving back onto onto the road. <laughs> There's a lot of sound bites <laughs> I need to do, man. Come on, get off my fucking back. All right, <laughs> all right, we're back on track now. <laughs> There's a lot, actually, Anthony. I have some uh, good ideas for you too, for a sound bite for you. Uh, and then a soundbite for Tyler's game that he introduced last episode. Uh, for oh yeah, for, that, yeah, 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 that yeah, might, yeah, that might be that might be in here, maybe. 
Well, uh, if it's not, give me a second. Uh, go ahead and continue. I'll, I'll do your work for you while you're talking. Uh, go ahead. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's our audio expert, Jake Woods. <laughs> thanks, Jockey Tyler Canabines. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Woods. Appreciate you. Someone, someone's gonna look me up and be like, "Who? The, wait." Someone's gonna Facebook me. Be like Tyler Canabeans. He's not here, <laughs> or the, he is there. They add him. There's a Tyler Canabeans. I'm sure of it. I'm Why sure there's a Tyler Canabeans. Not Tyler Canabeans is the real question. <laughs> you got to change your name. Change there to, do it. Do oh, it. Shit. Do it. I will change it. I will. Let me. Let me try to maybe get through this uh, history here. All right. I was gonna say before people Sorry. forget what the podcast is doing. Let's get back to that history. Yeah. No, sh- yeah, no shit. So, descendants of the Siswa people live today throughout Western Oregon. Represented by federally recognized tribes. These include the Confederated Tribes of the Coos, Lower Umpqua, the Sisla, the Confederated Tribes of the Silits, Native Americans, and the Confederated Tribes of the, those, yeah, those guys. Sorry. Mr. Word. We're back. Anyway. Some claim that Florence itself got its name from the state senator, A.B., because no one has a real name, Florence, who represented Lane County, County from 1858 to 1860. The other claim was that there was a French uh, boat that crashed at the mouth of the river in 1875, and that was where they got the name from, because that was the name of the boat. So, no one knows which one it was, but those are it's the two mystery. ideas that everyone has. So, it's a mystery. I don't know. I'm yeah. Team Boat. I'm Team Boat. Hashtag Team Boat. <laughs> team Boat. <laughs> I'm, gonna change, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be different than you guys. Hashtag Team Senator. Wow, you would go for a senator. Yeah, we should leave those Apple Bro, podcast reviews. You bot, you shill. what team you're on. <laughs> team <Hell> voter, <laughs> team senator. <laughs> if you're a team so, senator, you're a shill. I literally don't know what that means, but I'm offended. <laughs> you should be, you, sh- you bot. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. They you mean fucking the same thing? bot. Got it. You fucking bot. <laughs> So, 1877 marked the establishment of the first fish cannery and the first sawmill, which opened soon afterwards in 78-1878. However, it wasn't until the late 1880s that the cannery and lumber industries boomed. Today, the city still has some leftovers from the industries themselves, but tourism is now the backbone of the economy. Sorry. Which now provides 1,500 jobs and more than 129 million dollars of incoming money to the community. Damn. Yeah, that's that's what I make in like a month, so it's not really that cool. But you know, anyway. So <laughs> weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would be. Mm, yeah. You wouldn't be yeah. dealing with our stupid fucking faces. That's for sure. <laughs> probably not. So I'm glad I don't have that money because I, I probably this is way more enjoyable than having that much money. I feel like. But uh, some of the firsts of Florence, and these are going to be kind of out of order, because I realized I put these in as uh, in alphabetical order, but the first uh, church, which was Presbyterian, was in 1892. The electric lines that were installed in, the, in Old Town in 1912. The first jetty was in 1892, which was completed in 1917. It has been repaired multiple uh, times since. First library was in 1906. The newspaper, entitled The West, which is now the Sislaw News, was in 1890. Postmaster, 1886. Uh, The first school was also in that same year. First general store, 1883. Telephone, 1905. 
and the water line was installed in 1916. One little, well, I don't want to say one little last fun fact. I have a little game here that we're going to play again. Uh, but a fun fact is the science fiction franchise Dune was inspired by the, and I quote, majestic and expansive dunes of the area. So that's cool. I love the Dune series. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So that is uh, my history. But before I go, I have a little game that I want to play that if you listen to one of our previous episodes, I did the same one. I'm going to change this up going forward, but I thought this was an interesting enough kind of story that I could do the same one. So, was this, which one was Florence and which was Florida? Mm -hmm. So, in 1970, the Department of Transportation used half a ton of dynamite to blow up a dead sea animal that had washed up on the beach. I know this one. Stop knowing things. Can you just let me finish, Anthony? (laughs) God. I continue, Tyler. I'm listening. Jesus. I'm going to server mute you. I can know it all. (laughs) I continue. (laughs) So, uh, a sea animal washed up on the beach. Needless to say, that was too fucking much dynamite to use for this animal. Okay, okay. Um, And the other one is a man tried to steal a car, realized there was a baby in the backseat, took the baby out, and then sped off. (laughs) So That was in the 2000s. So that was, which which one is is Florence Florence and which one is Florida? All right, Anthony, you shut up. Um, <laughs> the whale, the whale one's got to be Florence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's finding a baby. Uh, it sounds more Florida, definitely. The 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 baby one was definitely Florida. That was a pretty recent one, and uh, yeah. So the the one they put a fucking half in Florence. They put a half ton of dynamite in. <laughs> in a whale Jesus Christ. to blow it up so they could get it off of the beach. <laughs> whales on their <laughs> own explode. You know that, right? Like, whales explode yeah. on their own if they're out of the water. Wasn't it enough. raining blubber? Like, yes. There's, like, if, at a significant distance away from the fucking <laughs> beach. Yes, yes there is. If you go, yeah, you go and, like, search that shit. Um, Did they record it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. There's like, there's like yeah. Videos I, saw, I thought I saw a video of it. There's Hell like videos yeah. and gifts and shit of this, and uh, yeah, it's apparently I haven't I haven't watched it, but I'm going to. It's Hell apparently yeah. pretty fucking crazy because <laughs> half a ton of dynamite is a Ooh, lot. That Jesus pyrotechnics Christ. guy, that Holy guy got fired. What were they? What was he thinking? Well, they were trying to originally try to break it down so seagulls can like take pieces away. So Can't they just use forklifts be, and push it back into the water, and then let the water take it, and then the animals will eat it in the water, right? I don't. I think or when it's it just that keep close, up? I think I, I don't think the wake would be able to pull it back out to sea. Get a helicopter, pick yeah. that shit up. <laughs> it was significantly rotten. I think it would have just fucking uh, just, just disintegrated. Caught, yeah, yeah, true. Then so get a bunch of dudes with with machetes, just hack yeah. it up. Just machete. Machete. <laughs> just like 20 <laughs> machetes. He just jumps off the cliffside, just dives right into the whale, just starts just cutting of, it up. Mm, yes. Like, doing oh, like, yeah. uh, like Zelda when he does a hiat. And he's like, spins with a so fucking machete. Instead of, instead of machete, they fucking got some dude who was at Lowe's and said, hey, can we like get this whale off here? He's like, I got an idea. Do you like blowing things up? <laughs> yes. Right, Put a half a ton. All right, all righty. Was that was that all? Was that it? All done? Yes, sir. All righty. 
Thank you, Tyler. We appreciate that. Good research, my guy. Very informative. But now that we know where we're virtually in, what or where we're virtually at, (laughs) what are we virtually in (laughs) and or around? (laughs) We are in the Hasita Head Lighthouse, also pronounced how, Anthony? Hector. (laughs) (laughs) He kept calling it Hector. <laughs> he, like, or something yeah, like that. dropping the e but it's at hasita head lighthouse so a little bit of background history on this i got actually quite a bit so this is gonna be pretty interesting um hasita, hasita head lighthouse stands 205 feet above the pacific ocean uh, which is f- fucking gorgeous if you look this up just the landscape and where it is is fucking gorgeous uh, i was looking at pictures and some videos on youtube it's really cool But it sits 205 feet above the Pacific Ocean on a bluff carved out of the west side of 1,000 foot high Hasita Head, which is the the cliff, obviously. It's the bluff. I had to say it, sorry. (laughs) West side? Uh, Anyway, 12 miles north of Florence. So uh, it's like, it's it's considered Florence, but it's like 12 miles north of it. So then is it, so it it is considered Florence though, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, they, They kind of include it. In like one of their, in like their, some of their landmarks and right, stuff. Right, right, so right. So it, it is considered Florence for sure. Okay. Yeah, it, think, think of it like how like uh, the community college here, like Sock, is considered Dixon, but it's like uh, kind of far away. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same idea. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the light shining from the fifty-six foot high tower flashes a white beam for eight seconds every minute, visible for twenty-one miles. It remains Oregon's most powerful lighthouse beam. Spanish Basque explorer Bruno de Heseta, Heseta, or Hezeta, spelled with a Z instead of a C, H E Z E T A, E, I'm so sorry. Are you just adding letters? Bruno de Heseta, E, Dudagoitia, Dudagoitia. I'm trying. I'm trying hard, man. Wow. It's, D- it's D-U-D-A-G-O-I-T-I-A. Dedegatia. Dedegatia. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that sounds a little bit better. But he's, we'll go with that. Going. Bruno. Bruno. Going. So Bruno sailed along the Oregon coast in 1775 <laughs> as part of an expedition for the Spanish crown uh, to explore and bolster Spain's claim to the coast between San Blas, Mexico, and the Pacific Northwest Coast as far north as southern Alaska. In 1862, George Davidson of the coast survey named Heseta, Heseta, it's Heseta, I keep saying Heseta, but it's Heseta, head in his honor. So later on, it was named in his honor by George Davidson in 62. He was was part of the uh, coast survey. In support of its goal to have a light visible along the entire Oregon coast, the United States lights, uh, United States Lighthouse Board recommended a lighthouse at Hasita Head due to the 90-mile gap between lighthouses at uh, Yakina Head and Cape Arago. There's a lot of different... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to apologize ahead of time. There's a lot of weird names in here. They're not weird, but it's just hard to pronounce. The, a lot of... A lot of uh, what, what, what would you say? Latin, names? Latin-based names. Yeah. Sounds like... Uh, we're not the smartest group of guys. No, like I said in the beginning, I'm a pro- I'm a professional idiot. 
So you can't get mad at me. I'm a pro with this. Uh, I told you. I, I warned you. It was in the disclaimer. <laughs> uh, the headland was ideal for this purpose, not only extending uh, far to sea as an SEA, but also with a southern flank that at the time was fully open to view across meadows, likely created by native burning. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know what that I don't means. Know. Native burning. burning. Maybe that's just like, you know, uh, controlled burning of certain areas like we do here. Controlled burning of... They, they, like, that's what they do in California. They have to do controlled burning of grass, dead grass and dead trees. So that way natural I, forest fires don't start. I, I, it, that's what, that would be my first Yeah, guess that's what I would this. guess. So, so. Uh, if we're wrong, correct us. Thank you. Uh, where we're a, not... <laughs> yeah, we uh, probably says, are not. But it says so. Yeah, native burning uh, from the meadows of native burning, where a dense Sitka spruce forest now stands. The U.S. Congress appropriated eight hundred thousand dollars in eighteen eighty nine to build a first class light station on a seat ahead. In eighteen ninety one, the government purchased a nineteen uh, acre parcel plus rights to a spring for eight hundred twenty five dollars from homesteader welcome. Homesteaders welcome E. Like his name's Welcome? That's so weird. Yeah, Homesteaders. Hi, I'm Welcome. Yeah, what? really. His, his name is Welcome E and Dolly Warren. So, okay. Homesteaders welcome E and Dolly well, Warren, who had. Welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, who had filed a claim for 164 acres three years before. In the same year, the U.S. Department of the Interior also set aside 239 acres of public land as a lighthouse reservation both for the potential future expansion and to prevent others from encroaching on the lighthouse's area. Before construction could begin, though, the lighthouse service needed to build a wagon road to Florence in order to haul essential supplies, obviously, to level the benches, uh, which are wave-cut shelves along the shore, before they can start building anything. William Cox, owner of the nearby ranch, gave the government... I, to be honest, I'm so glad... I, Woods is such a lame name, but I'm glad my last name isn't like Cox or Dicks or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's easy fodder growing up to just be, yo, what oh, up, dude, Cox? That guy definitely got picked on. <laughs> oh, for, sure. for sure. William Bill Cox. What up, Bill Cox? Um, but anyway, he's the owner of a nearby ranch, gave the government right of way permission over his land. Uh, the seven mile road over beaches, dunes, and sheer basalt was completed in April 1892. H.M. Montgomery and Company of Portland was a principal contractor for the lighthouse's buildings, which included two kerosene oil houses. That's weird. A kerosene oil house, a barn, mm. the headkeeper's dwelling, and a duplex. <laughs> sounds bad. For the, it sounds like just, that's like the building they keep all the kerosene in. That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. It's like a shed, but it's specifically for kerosene oil so yeah it's just a kerosene oil it's house. probably all wood you know with flammable liquid right on the inside of it 100 percent, 100 percent is what it is yep uh, just no smoking signs on it no, that's it no <laughs> uh the, the dwellings oh, were yeah. built in a queen anne style brick lime and cement were brought by ship from san francisco which is not actually too far away it's right there obviously on the pacific so uh, and supplies were towed to the mouth of the Sislaw. Yes, Suslaw. I'm, I'm assuming it is Suslaw. Suslaw. Yeah, Suslaw liver and loaded 
onto wagons for the trip down the road, which was often impassable due to high tides, muddy conditions, and inclement weather. The 56-foot-tall lighthouse tower was completed in August 1893, but the first order, uh, Fresnel lens built, um, that's weird, first order Fresnel lens built, Fresnel, I've never heard of that kind of lens. You want to look that up for me, one of you two? F-R-E-N, or F-R-E-S-N-E-L, lens built by the uh, Chance Brothers of Birmingham, England, did not arrive abroad. The tender Manzanita Manzanita until the fall of that year. God damn, my brain You're like that dude that when it's popcorn reading or whatever that you're like, please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. And I like look at you and I just smile. Especially like history class when it's all fucking hard names. Everybody has issue with, but it doesn't matter if you get picked, you're getting made fun of. Yeah, yeah. I've had that. Dude, I suck at reading. So I I feel sorry for you because I know that I would be Jumbling all over those words. Stumbling. Um, Stumbling, bumbling all the way for the touchdown. (laughs) Stumbling, bumbling, bumbling. Chance Brothers had packed the lens, the the ones that uh, built the the, the Fresno lens, had packed the lens in a container of molasses so that it would survive the arduous journey. Arduous, arduous journey. Though the lens and its clockwork mechanism arrived, at the station in October, it could only be uh, partially installed because of lighthouse lamps shipped from Staten Island, New York, which is fucking far to go. Yeah, that's a long track. Uh, it, like with this, though, this is this was on ship. So think of how long it takes to drive from New York to Oregon, right, right above California, and then multiply that by like three because you got to go all the way down and around. What, what time frame was this? Uh, finally arrived in February ni- 1894. Okay, so, yeah, so the Panama Canal wasn't even established at that point in time, right? Am I, am I correct on that? I'm not 100% sure. So, Tyler, you want to look that up real quick? Because if so, they would have to go all the way around Cape Corn of Africa to go all the way yeah. back up. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Uh, but, uh, so it was, it was, the mechanism arrived partially because of the ship from Staten Island, New York. Uh, they were still in transit that finally arrived in February 1894. The lighthouse was first lit on March, March 30th, 1894. The first keeper of the lighthouse was Andrew Hald. Hasita Head. Uh, oh, shoot. I just scrolled too fast. <laughs> Hasita Head so, was a room. <clears throat> go ahead. So the, uh, the canal wasn't made till 1903. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, that's a so, long so they fucking went, trek. So they had they had to go all the way down like around South America. It doesn't really say. Uh, it says shipped. So I'm assuming they mean that. by boat. I'm assuming they didn't trek through the lands. Uh, so it says, yeah, 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 lamps shipped from Staten Island. So yeah, they fucking, they went a long time. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, I mean, I think I could kind of add it up right here. The, the They packed the lens and the, the clockwork arrived in October. It was only partially installed because uh, finally arrived February. So it took them October, November, December, January, Feb, four months. Five, I'd say four, four or five months, yeah. That's crazy. And then it That's was, wild. And then another uh, That's wild. month later, it was finally lit for the first time. <laughs> but uh, Hasita Head was a remote place in the late 19th century. Due to the year-round isolation, Hasita Head had its own post office. And a school district with a one-room schoolhouse whose teacher taught the children 
of the keepers and area ranchers and farmers. One teacher taught all eight grades back then. Jesus Christ. What a fucking boss. What a yeah, boss. Yeah, no shit, dude. And back then it was, uh, yeah. those teachers were, pro- I would say, prominently women. Most teachers now are prominently women for the most part. And that's insane. I, I feel like women did that because dudes don't have that brain capacity <laughs> to be we able to teach. don't have the patience either. We don't have the patience or, or the mental capacity. I'd so. be out there whipping everybody with rules. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd, I'd, have like, I'd have a bunch of rocks in my deck, just like so in my desk drawer, just so I could throw them at you. If you're not listening, you're getting a rock to the forehead. So, uh, a small rock. You know, I'm not trying to kill a kid. Obviously, no, just a small not. one, just to give him, just to give him an idea. <laughs> they need to shut up. You know, Jesus. <laughs> I will say I'm an idiot, and for some reason I said Africa, and I meant South America. So, yeah, I knew what you meant, I, but I, I, was, I, I wasn't. I'll call I wasn't myself hot. You, but <laughs> I am an idiot. Okay, See? we're all idiots. I don't but read good. We're all idiots. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, one teacher taught all eight grades. In 1916, a larger schoolhouse was built for the 14 students then in attendance nine of the pupils were keepers children's children's uh, i'm gonna go ahead and delete that s <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> uh, the seclusion the seclusion resulted in tragedy for keeper hauled when his wife suffered a serious illness and his infant daughter died from lack of timely medication uh, medical attention which makes sense you're that, that happened a lot back then you're you're secluded the closest hospitals miles and miles away and you, you, it's not just motor vehicles like we have now. Those are, if there was any motor, if there was any motor vehicles being used in the early 1900s, they were they were rough going. They were not they were not back road vehicles. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, because of that, Keeper Hall lost his wife and daughter. Uh, construction crews began building the yacht Florence segment of the Oregon Coast Highway in 1930, uh, ending decades of isolation. When the lighthouse was electrified in 1934, so it finally got some electricity, there was no longer a need for a second assistant keeper, and they could probably get rid of all of that uh, kerosene oil <laughs> in, the, in the wooden, very flammable building. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the, and With a lightning that. rod on the top of it. Exactly. Uh, so because of the electricity, they were no, no longer needing uh, two assistant keepers. Uh, it was just one keeper now. And the keeper's dwelling was then torn down. It was no longer needed. The last lighthouse keeper was Oswald Alik, A-L-L-I-K, who began working at Hasita Head in 1957. The lighthouse was automated on July 20th, 1963, and Alik retired the same day. As late as 1941, the Sousla, yes, Sousla, maybe it's Sousla National Forest. Maybe it's not Sousla. Maybe the S is silent too. I don't know, whatever. Uh, the National oh, yeah. Forest, the Sousla or Sula National Forest asked for transfer of the unused lighthouse property, but did not request the two acres that included the lighthouse itself and the oil houses that were still there. The transfer was accomplished by executive order in 1943 by the Forest Service and the Coast Guard, which had taken over the lighthouse service in uh, 1939, Lack, uh, but they lacked funds for maintenance. The lighthouse and the remaining assistant keeper duplex dwelling, the head keeper's dwelling, had been torn down, obviously, in 1940, uh, began to deteriorate before it was torn down. So it was just falling apart. Uh, Lane County Community College leased the keeper's duplex for the uh, Sousla National Forest for classrooms. Beginning in 1970, 
and agreed to hire a caretaker. Under caretaker Henry and Anne Tamman, Tamman, who arrived in 1973, the situation began to improve. The Keeper's Duplex was listed on the National Register for Historic Places in 1978. And that, that, the duplex is still there, so you can see that. It's pretty cool. There's some pictures. Uh, finally ending the slide into deterioration. Samuel Borman, superintendent of Oregon State Parks, had long been interested in the Hasita Head area. Between 1930 and 1987, the state purchased lands from private owners, as well as completing, er, complete, completing? spelled word gifts and exchanges with federal agencies to create devil's elbow state park the national park uh the initial park featured stunning views of the lighthouse and headland from below the coast guard granted the state of oregon a license to use a seat head lighthouse and surrounding areas in 1963 and 1994 the oregon parks and recreation department acquired the lighthouse tower and made it part of the enlarged and renamed Hasita head lighthouse state scenic viewpoint which was deeded to OPRD in 1998 by its former owner the Oregon Department of Transportation in 1999 the rusted supports under the Fresnel lens uh, pedestal caused the lens apparition or apparatus to tilt and the Coast Guard agreed to fund repairs and condition that the lens be transferred to OPRD um, which is an acronym, obviously. The lighthouse is now operated as a private aid to navigation under state management. The Coast Guard transferred all remaining property of the Hasita Head Lighthouse area that is is that it still owned <laughs> is still owned. Man, these this uh, this was typed out real weird. Uh, the Hasita Head Lighthouse <laughs> area that is still owned by OPRD in two thousand one. Between 2011 and 2013, OPRD oversaw a meticulous restoration of the lighthouse building, replacing badly weathered materials with historically appropriate suitables or substitutes. Uh, The Forest Service decided in 1995 to lease the Keeper's Duplex, which is now a private concession, uh, the Hasida Head Lighthouse Bed and Breakfast. So you can actually stay there. And it's a That's beautiful place. Cool. That would be awesome to just stay there, be around that beautiful area that you were talking about. Like, and do an investigation. Super cool. And do an investigation. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But anyway, hell so that is yeah. the Hasita Head Lighthouse. That is where we are right now. Virtually, oh my God. of course. Thank you. Good job on that research. That was a lot of information, a lot of good information. There's a, yeah, there was definitely a lot of information. There. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't all my work. Uh, it, it was kind of a culmination of different websites, but mostly got everything from uh, the OregonCyclopedia.org. OregonCyclopedia.org. All right. Good job. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you. To everyone involved in the, the making of that section. Yes, thank you. Otherwise, we would be nothing without you. We appreciate you. <laughs> but now that is that is the end of my portion, and soon we will get sound bites for all of us once I get to it. <laughs> but until then, Anthony, you're up, bud. It's Anthony's interviews. Anthony's <laughs> interviews. But there's no interviews. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, my own sound bite.
um so this this week i i definitely done fucked up (laughs) i called the wrong location hang on one second that was fucking amazing (laughs) holy shit did you plan that out or is that just off the top that was off the top of my head Definitely off the top <laughs> that of was fucking clutch, bro. Oh, just put, just put like a little bit of music behind that shit. That there you go, boom, done. Just cut it, <laughs> chop it up. There you go. If it was that an actual done. interview, it'd be like, that's me. But you know, there's no <laughs> I actually have an idea today. for that. So don't worry, I, I got you. Hey, real quick, for the soundbite that I'm gonna make, be quiet, Anthony. I want you to go. That's me. That's me. Perfect. All right. That's it. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Anyway, okay. so that's going to be the soundbite if ever I get to it. Sweet. But continue. <laughs> go ahead and start start doing your section now. <laughs> All right. So obviously there's no interviews because I called the wrong place. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> loser. Where, what'd you call? What'd you call? I called the fucking Sheridan again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No wonder they didn't answer. They're probably like, what oh the fuck my God. Is Why is this dumbass calling us again? We didn't answer him the first time. I think you would have fucking got the message. <laughs> but don't but, worry, Anthony. I found you some stuff anyway. So, yeah, and you grabbed probably me some, found stuff. some of your own stuff. I looked too. up some stuff too. So, yeah. we are good. So, now, so effort. jump into the haunting yeah. information. We're talking what about you're the here hauntings. for, the good stuff. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, on yes. Yas Queen, <laughs> on creepyghoststories.com. <laughs> talks about the hauntings and i'm going to kind of read this because they did a pretty good job at explaining what was haunted and maybe possibly why it was haunted the main haunting at Hasita head isn't the lighthouse itself but rather in the houses associated with it the ghost is known as rue r-u-e and is believed to be connected to the grave of a baby that is on the site no one knows how the baby died but the grave is real and most locals believe that rue is the mother who lost her child Another story says that Rue was the wife of an assistant light out, uh, sorry, a light keeper, and the child, a daughter, either wandered off the cliffs to her death or drowned in a local pond. She was buried on the grounds of the lighthouse, and her mother took her own life in grief. Yeah, I can yeah, see I can't that. imagine. I, I couldn't imagine. That's, that's like fucking awful. That would that would be uh, living close to a cliffside or something. Like that I always thought about that. Like even with just animals, like letting your your dog run around. You're, I'd always be yeah. worried it's just going to one time not pay attention and then yeet itself off a cliff. I I couldn't imagine the 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 constant uh, helicopter parenting I would have to do if or I on a had river. kids. Yeah, or on a river. The, the constant helicopter parenting I would yeah. have to do if I had right kids anywhere near to this crazy. shit. Yeah. Well, they don't have to worry about drowning in. Uh, they don't have to worry yeah. about drowning in the Rock River. That water's thick. They just sit on top of it. <laughs> they just that float. Disgusting ass brown oh, shit water. The Rock River is there. disgusting. It is that gross. is the only water that I've ever been in where you can, like, you can see, like, a dirty water. You put your hand in, you take it out. The droplets on your hand are going to be clear because the dirtiness of the water is so is so spread out that a droplet on your hand will look clear. You'd be like, the water's brown here, but on my hand, it's clear. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yep. But if you do it in the Rock River, it's still shit brown. It doesn't matter how much water you have on you. <laughs> that water is still shit brown on your arm. And you will get out of that water and it will dry on you and you will look like you went muddy. That water's disgusting. You ever, you ever jumped in like a thing of oil? Yeah. It's going to turn just all fucking like, it, that's what it's going to be. It's like, it's, it's like it's oil and then right on the top is a nice healthy inch thick of cow shit. Yep. Yep. And then like sprinkled on top of that, like little fucking sprinkles on an ice cream cone. It's cancer. And I, I want to say... It, it it's a, a good reason for this is because a lot of the farmers they have their gates go up to the river and they just let their cows kind of just graze in the river and shit and piss in the river. 
which also, I don't know if there's a, a better yeah. way to get around that. Maybe some sort of irrigation so that way they don't have to do that. But know. yeah, they, they it, really it, we also that forgot river. that there was a huge oil uh, railroad tanker that fucking dumped into the Rock River. Yeah, but that wouldn't that wouldn't last forever. No, Eventually, I know that. Clear I'm out. just saying, like, there's stuff like that that happens <laughs> to the river all yeah. the time. That won't be there for you know a hundred years. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the Rock River is just a hundred years or more worth of just shit, literal but, shit. Not like not like you know. Yeah, we're oh, I'm going through shit in my life. No, I mean like actual turds. Yeah, that's where we live. All right, back to this. <laughs> Tales date back to at least the 1950s when people staying at the house reported strange incidents. Strange noises and objects moving on their own were merely or were commonly reported while sometimes a woman is heard screaming in the night. It is thought that this is screams of horror when the mother discovered her child had died, though of course this is speculation. Rue is an active ghost who, as well as screaming and making strange noises, is also also believed to be responsible for rattling dishes in the kitchen and cupboards and causing lights to flicker on calm nights when there is no explanation. She even opens locked doors and leaves them standing wide open. Now there's another, another haunting called the Grey Lady, and some speculations says the Grey Lady is Rue. Some say that it's a separate entity. Uh, whether the Grey Lady haunting Asita is the same spirit uh, isn't entirely clear. The Grey Lady appears in the mist that floats around the grounds of the house. She also appears in a more solid form, such as in the story from the 1970s, while the property was undergoing renovation. A man painting in the attic came face to face with her and fled, refusing to return. He was reassigned outside, but due to an accident, broke the attic window. He replaced the window, but refused to go inside and clean up the broken glass. That night, the owners heard scraping noises in the attic, and then the next morning found all of the glass had been swept into a neat, nice pile. That's freaking wild. That'd be insane. <laughs> that's terrifying. That's, honestly, that's really nice of the ghosts. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, there. super nice of the ghosts. But uh, that's <laughs> that would be terrifying. Like, we've been through a lot of things. One thing that would freak me out most is hearing scratching above me. Yeah, like in the attic where I know people will never be. If I'm hearing scratching on the ground, that that would I would shit myself. Yeah, I yeah, that'd be right I, up there. I, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be right up there. Besides, like seeing a like an actual like full body apparition, apparition. Yeah, and then right above that, kids. Oh, God, <laughs> creepy children laughter is not yep. my thing. Yep, that's that's like that's my number one. That's my number one irrational supernatural fear is ghost kids. Yep. Ghost. Yeah. So I nothing against I, kids. I went, it's just ghost kids are terrifying. Yes. I hate kids too. I'm just kidding. I love kids. <laughs> you might might want to get that out of the way now before yeah. July comes, you fucking yeah. crazy yeah. person. When I have my Me own kid. too as a father of two. <laughs> kids suck. <laughs> you said you said it's J- July twenty seventh, right? Yeah, July twenty seventh. Day right before my birthday. Make her hold it in. Make her hold him in. Or it is what is it? Is it a boy girl? Do you know yet? Uh we find out Tuesday. But I think Ooh. it's a girl. Ooh. Uh, I mean, yes, that's cool. But also, uh, for you. I wanted a boy. I, <laughs> he wanted yeah, a boy. When my child so, listens to this, I, I, I love you no. and future child, you no. are the greatest thing to ever happen to no. me. But I I did I, want a first no, I wanted Stop, a boy dude, first. stop, stop it. I, I got so Ellen and I were talking. I got to get this out just because I can't. I don't give a shit if we're going way off topic here. Fuck it. This is our podcast. Uh, so Ellen and I were like, what if it's just a, what if it's a boy, but he's super just uncoordinated or it's a girl, but she's really into sports. I feel well, like it's going to be, be one or the other. Yeah, that'd be Jenny. 
Jenny is an athlete. She played soccer her whole life. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there you go. No, there's, nothing, shut up. there's nothing wrong with girls. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm just. I wanted because I really just want one boy. I just want one boy, and we only have three shots to have a boy, so it'd be a lot less stressful if I just got one right off the rip. You know, just like. True. <laughs> True. So there, there's a random little thing that I liked. I like having the older, the older brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the like protector. having a boy first. Yeah. That'd yeah, be exactly. nice. So. Yeah. So. Anyway, back on yeah. to topic. I went hey, to uh, uh, stuff. <laughs> www.registerguard.com news. An apparition of a gray-haired woman wearing a late Victorian air dress. A wispy gray figure floating down the hall. Sounds of sweeping and furniture being moved at night coming from the locked, empty attic. These are the stories that give the former keeper's house near a Cedar Headlight. Sorry, that's kind of, that should be a comment. House near a Cedar Headlight. Lighthouse north of Florence's reputation is one of the most haunted places on the West Coast. She has been called Rue for decades, ever since a group of LCC students huddled around a Ouija board asking questions, and the board spelled out R-U-E. Manager Misty Anderson said at the house a few days before Halloween, she doesn't ever do anything scary or harmful or threatening. It's more like she's watching over the place, watching the house and looking for her daughter. That was uh, author. That was Sherry Burry, B-U-R-I. Then Thanks, I Sherry. went to TripAdvisor. <laughs> I went to TripAdvisor and found uh, some actual anecdotes from people and what they saw. So um, yeah. that will kind of take place of the actual interviews themselves. So this is by Samurai Pa. <laughs> this place has been on my go-to list since I read about it in the Haunted Lighthouse book. I like to travel to the haunted places throughout, blah, blah, blah. While pictures of it only weekly show its Did you say you're going to read this of what she said and then you, you quote it by going blah, blah, blah? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Like, I, I appreciate Samurai Pa. I appreciate that you wanted to go to somewhere beautiful, but we're trying to get to the point here. OK, fair, 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 fair. Uh, the bread and breakfast bread and breakfast was beautiful. It talks about the chefs prepared and served a different seven courses of, of Oregonian breakfast cuisine every day. And it was phenomenal. Good food. Dude, I love bed and breakfast. Serve good food. Bro, uh, we should we should if, if ever uh if, if like the light if they hear about this you should you should call them try call them anyway and just tell them to listen to the episode like even if you don't get an interview from them just call them and tell them to listen to the episode if you can get a hold of anybody and then maybe okay. in the future we could actually just go and stay there and do an investigation yeah i would love to actually the, do an investigation oh, yeah. there that would be beautiful oh, that would Look, be so awesome we will be posting pictures on our uh mm-hmm. on our uh instagram so keep so it, it out, sounds like it's good beautiful. food the rooms and the the beds are luxurious beautiful landscape this place sounds like a paradise honestly the stories and then it talks about ghosts question mark the stories are everywhere and there's even a binder with people's accounts in the house i did not get any pictures that showed anything of no but the last night there i either dreamed or heard footsteps above my head in the attic but i was definitely awakened by something tapping the window of the mayor of of the mariner room two stories up the light is being shut off for a while to restore this magnificent structure to what it was in 1894, but the bed and breakfast will remain open and should not be missed. Side note, did get some orb pictures that were very interesting at the end of the horse ride while taking pictures of elk. Uh, it takes a lot to impress me with orbs as I feel most are just dust, like we agree. Uh, yep. These were much more like a ball of light that actually was apparent in sequence of photos traveling over the trees and crossing in front of them, disappearing from camera view. So. Samurai Paul, uh, 
is a skeptic of orbs like we are, but saw something in her pictures that made her kind of question what exactly was that thing. And I can respect whatever. Yeah. I have not seen the pictures, so I don't know. Uh, but the tapping on the window thing would be creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of the tapping on window can be, you know, who knows? It what could it be is. something it, else. Yeah. The wind, wind causing to flex a little bit, make a crackling mm-hmm. sound like the pain you know, sliding against the, the, the wood that it's sitting in. It could make a tapping sound or a tree or a leaf or whatever. Yeah, it could be something. And it would be cool to go there and investigate to be maybe debunk oh, yeah. some of these anecdotes or prove them unexplained, prove them right. which would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, Maybe see if the place is spiritually occupied. Spiritually which, first of all, okay, so uh, episode 17, we forgot to say spiritually occupied. We were kind of rushed out of there. Uh, so <laughs> Anthony, forgot, Anthony forgot to do the uh, spiritually occupied thing at the end there, which is fine because we all were all rushing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so th- that place is definitely spiritually occupied. But oh, anyway. for sure. Uh, I went. Yeah. Yeah. I went to KVL thirteen CBS News. Uh, talked. So this is an actual news like news channel that did a okay. story on yeah. this. Uh, they called, talked about the Ouija board. The Ouija board spelled out Rue, but there's no way to verify as the lives of women were not well documented back in those days. The unexplained remains inex- inexplicable. Sorry, inexplicable. There was one lady that sat here in the middle of the day and I was here and she said she watched a woman just float down this hallway like Ooh. she was going to go out the front door, but there was not really anyone there. So she just saw somebody just floating around like, huh, that's normal. <laughs> I thought she was just gonna float right out the door and be gone, but no, that is uh, a she floating must have had lady. To get to work. That, no, thank you. Pass. Uh, Anderson, which is the I believe the manager, said the spirits are never evil, even though things will fly off the shelves. Sometimes staff will hear footsteps and conversations, even when the house is closed. It's the new paranormal that gives the night caretaker a fright. Fifty-five years old, Gary said, "I'm pulling the covers up over my head." <laughs> Oh shoot! It's crazy that like people that old <laughs> of all yeah. ages are. It's it's the it's the comfortability of not being able to see anything because yeah. if you can't see it, it's less scary. Yes. So hide under the blanket, Absolutely. even if it's there and you hear it. If you don't see it, bro, it's less scary. But if you were to yeah, have it's it, like that child. You can't see me. So I, yeah, right, right. I can't or see the, you, so you can't see I me. Can't see you because it's gonna be yeah. like the that scene in The Conjuring where she's laying in bed and then the the fucking witch thing just floats above her head yeah pretty much super super cheesy the movie mm-hmm. was so good until that part for me but yeah, yeah that's like as long as the blanket's over you don't see that person floating above your head fuck it it's not there not there don't care not there don't care hauntedrooms.com it is said that rue does not like her home being disturbed by others when volunteers were painting the house fire alarms kept going off one of the workers even had to get up to make sure that there was no fire once he said sure there was no fire he went back to bed but the alarm went off again this time he removed the battery, but oddly enough, the alarm kept going off. What? A workman what? who was cleaning the attic said he saw a, a rope close. He was so frightened he fled. And this is what I believe alarm? the broken. This is the broken glass story where uh, the next morning the the broken glass was in a neat pile. Yeah. You say that was a fire alarm that kept going off? Yeah, after he took the battery out of it. Uh, there. So some of so. There are a lot of uh, residential fire alarm devices that have a battery in them, but they, when they're on their base, they have a connection to 24 volt, so it's constantly got power. Mm-hmm. So if you take the battery out, 
there's still some residual power in it that can cause it to continue to beep. Okay, that would make sense then. All right, so, Inspector J. That's <laughs> literally my job. <laughs> that that is that is a possibility. Or mm-hmm. it could have just kept beeping, but I don't know why a ghost would feel the or a spirit or anything would feel the need to be like, yeah, here's a fire alarm beep, and here's some more of it, even though you turned it off. Like what message are you trying to send with that? What was that? Sorry. I just said what message is the ghost trying to send with that, you know? I don't know. Just like, hey, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> get the fuck out. There's a fire. Honestly, they're probably they're probably just trying to make sure it works. Yeah. So that, you know, if there is a fire, <laughs> I yeah, need to know if this place st- safely. stays around. If I'm stuck like, here, goddamn, this place <laughs> yeah, better be here. I'm not going like to the cold. They like to keep kerosene oil around here in this fucking very flammable wood house, so. <laughs> yeah. No, not today, Satan. No. <laughs> I don't want to be standing in an empty field just with fucking twiddling my thumbs here while after it all burns down. Yeah, right. Not about, not about that life. It's cold out here. I went and got more anecdotes on Mm -hmm. hauntedplaces.org. This is an anonymous from 2014. Uh, It talks about moving to the, in the area. The night was gorgeous and even the stars were out. We got plenty of time. Read it out. Read it out. We got plenty of time. It's a long ass paragraph, dude. Fucking read it. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to what anonymous. You're about to get your fucking highlight of your life, dude. (laughs) Let's go. Too bad you're anonymous. No one will ever know who you are. Nobody will ever know who you are. Shortly after moving from the beach in Ventura, Calif to yachts i had the most amazing opportunity to have That's a california special just, yeah. just so you know. yeah christmas visit and tour of <laughs> i was really good sorry I was, I was really confused what you're trying to say there i'm like cala wait where you're yeah, yeah i'm guessing california, california, california. to y-a-c-h-a-t-s um visit the tour of the beautiful and newly restored Hacida head lighthouse and bed and breakfast i'd only seen it from the coast highway but I had to yet to actually take the time or opportunity to get this place close to one of my most favorite fascinations ever i invited a friend that has been there before and it was a great visit and a fabulous tour the night was gorgeous and even the stars were out it was one of the most beautiful and memorable nights on the coast ever it yeah, was when I can, my friend I and i it. returned to the yetchets is that how it's pronounced i i honestly have no idea that things um, took a turn <laughs> dum, bum, but i can believe it i mean just looking over even here in chicago uh Looking over Lake Michigan, the the stars are or nuts. It's cool to see the open sky. But looking over the Pacific on that hillside, awesome. that cliffside, that bluff, that'd be fucking insane. Man, now I really want to go there. I really yeah. want to go there. I agree. I will try to reach out to them. My friend Close and I road had, trip. Hell yeah, road trip. My friend and I had decided to take a little walk on the beach near my house. There's a set of about three stairs to access the sand and trail. As it was dark and I knew my friend did not know the path, I walked in front of her, showing her the rail to lead her down a couple steps. I asked her to hold, and I heard a strange voice say, Okay. As I turned to see that my pal was okay mm-hmm. behind me, I suddenly looked. I was, I was suddenly looking at a little girl of about the age of seven or eight. My friend is in her 40s. I then looked up and saw my friend looking down too. I immediately said to her, You may think this is crazy, but I just turned around to check on you and it was staring at a little girl she looked at me and replied dark pigtails and glasses question mark oh my god we both saw her and right away we just kind of chuckled and said okay we have baby start swinging start swinging (laughs) we have baby with us i don't know what the fuck that means we have baby with us we you, later re- you want to catch these hands, baby? <laughs> yeah, just baby, I'll fucking, dude, These hands are rated E for everybody. We, <laughs> we, bro, this little girl, this little girl just shows up behind me, goes, "Okay, I'm, I'm helicopter, helicopter kicking 
not even looking. Roundhouse I'm just kick, straight baby. up roundhouse kicking. I'm sorry. Here, here, oh, just a PSA God. out there. If you walk up behind me and it is dark and you're a little kid and you whisper to me, okay, and I don't know you're there, you are getting knocked out. Yeah, not on purpose. I'm not like I'm not like <laughs> vested in Chuck Norris. You are getting a roundhouse kicked in the fucking head. I'm, it's not going to be like a malicious. I'm going to kick a child today type thing. It's a and if you sca- if you do that, you're getting kicked. Yeah, and you're probably screaming in a really high pitched voice too as you're as you're kicking. I'm and peeing. So and you're getting a sw- my leg is swinging <laughs> to kick you, and piss is flying off my leg at you with centrifugal force. So All it's gonna come at you like it's gonna, st- <laughs> it's gonna sting. The pee is gonna sting because it's gonna hit you pretty hard. So just keep that in mind. Do you want to be covered ready, in kids. piss with a black eye? You're gonna be you're gonna get a black eye covered in piss <laughs> if you come up behind me and scare me in the dark. Just keep just don't letting scare you know, him, please. Don't, because <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. So please don't. <laughs> we later began talking about it and wondered if maybe she did not follow follow us from the White House. After seeing the site, I had to offer our experience. It's not scary in any way either. Just very unexpected, to say the least. Mary, in March uh, 9, 2017, when I was young girl, when I was a young girl, probably kindergarten, my mom and my Wait, dad, and my a, brother. Is this and another? Me, is this another one? Yeah, there's uh, oh. there's just a few more. Okay, so I, didn't, I didn't know if it was like still part of the same thing. No, no, I said Mary from March oh, 9th, 2017. I guess I didn't catch that. My bad. All right, you're, so you're Mary, <laughs> continue. Yeah, Sorry. you're bad. So her <laughs> family, pretty much when she's in kindergarten, her family uh, <laughs> stay at a rental house near the beach, but I was nowhere near Acida Head Lighthouse. But when we stayed the night there, it was a very windy, stormy night. I remember dreaming my family and I were at the beach and it started to get dark. And this old lady came down to us. Would you like to stay the night? It's getting dark out there. So we agreed to stay with her for the night. And then dad and I were laying down next to each other. And my mom and the old lady were talking to each other in the kitchen. My question is this dream I, I had, can the old lady who stayed at the Hasida lighthouse, can she give you dreams? So she believes that the, the woman from the lighthouse, when they stayed there, it was a stormy night, w- was in her dreams. Which, yeah. I mean, could be some conscious of just being scared and being a kindergarten, but maybe heard the story there's yeah. a chance that she heard yeah. the story beforehand you know because like when when you're a kid and you hear a story I, there's been plenty of times if it's like a creepy story you go to bed and you have nightmares about it doesn't matter where you are but if especially if you're in an area and you heard a story about this place might be haunted you're gonna go to bed thinking well this place is haunted i don't mm-hmm. want to see this ghost and then you'll dream about it okay jason h from may 6 2017 this shit gets crazy get ready jason's about yeah. to bring the bring the boom let's oh. go jason yeah, click. A quite, That's me buckling up. Buckle up, Jason H. Quite yes, quite a few years ago, I had heard. The I didn't stories. buckle because I want to go through the windshield. But continue. <laughs> Please don't. I love you. You you gotta fucking open me, daddy. Uh, no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, what but, the fuck is this episode? I love it. I don't know either. Thank you for still listening to this. If you are, <laughs> hell yeah, all the good stuffs at the end. I mean, I like the town history and the building history, but yeah, the good stuffs at the end too. My sister actually got to go in the house. Well, we happened to have a school field trip there, and the stories were that it was seated in the top right window well as we were all standing there as a group. I was staring at the window, and a figure started to appear at first, hardly noticeable to a full flowing old style dress. And a figure of a woman then, she would fade back out again at first, and I thought maybe it was a hologram. This was poorly written, so I'm trying to put punctuation into it. Sorry, Jason. But I, <laughs> but I started asking my friends. Hey, no, if they you could, don't have to apologize to Jason. It's his fucking fault. <laughs> yeah, dude. If they could see it, 
and this is literally one run-on sentence. I, by the way, I just want you guys to know this is fucking a half paragraph of a run-on sentence. Yo, not to go on another Jason. tangent, but I'm gonna go on another tangent real quick. It'll be quick. But I feel like that is a, <laughs> I feel like that's an ongoing thing right now. That's like a growing trend is to just not use punctuation. There's like a lot of famous people and big names on Twitter that'll send out tweets that are like a paragraph long with literally no punctuation. Yeah. So, I don't know um, why that's a thing now. It's super I don't annoying. know. It's like they just, it's sorry that the punctuation and commas and shit are wasting your time, apparently. It makes it hard to read. It, dude, and I don't know really which part has got really emphasis on it. I don't know which, I don't know, you know, like the whole thing is, uh, what is it? How did that saying go? Uh, if grandma asks you a question, hey, did you eat? And you go, I ate grandma or it's I ate comma grandma. It's like, are you saying you ate your grandma or are you telling your grandma you ate? So it's like, it makes a big difference. Punctuation it, is a, is is important. It, it it does, and I'm that's why I'm kind of struggling on here. Also, I don't read that well, so it kind of I play. <laughs> yeah, I we read don't we don't read good. Level, we don't read so good. That kind of plays into it too. <laughs> to heck no, that. stop it. You read at a fourth grade. Oh, level, thanks, Jesus. dude. Yeah, I, I appreciate the support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I would say I'm only if I'm better than you. I'm only four and a half. So I got held back, but you know I yeah. can read a little. Um, I got held back. I'm in still preschool. in fourth grade. So I can read kind of a four and a half grade, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You just didn't read enough of those uh, books that you got the points for. Right, what were those right, called right. In, in middle school? Like the scholastic books? Yeah, the scholastic books, but you the had those scholastic. points. <laughs> you had those reading points. Oh, what yeah, was yeah, that? Jesus, I, Oh, dude. my God. What is that called? Good times, good times. I, I, I do can't not remember, remember. Oh, I can't my remember. God. I could, bro, you think I remembered in the moment I was I doing you, it? No. Can't even, if if <laughs> any of our listeners remember what that was called, uh, please put it in our comments on one of our Instagram posts because that's going to drive yeah. me absolutely fucking nuts. And or then you had those people that read like 600 points in a year and you're like, what the fuck? I can't even read 15. It's like, all right, we get it. You're smart. We get it. You're going to go those to a college and make something in your life. You're not going to yep. be a fire alarm inspector. We get it. Yep. Those are the people that scored 32 <laughs> on their ACTs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back, uh, back into Jason. That sounds low. <laughs> So he asked his friends uh, if they could see it, and they could not. So then I thought maybe it was a film on the window, so you had to be at the right angle. Nope, not it either. So we took a a picture as she faded in again, and nothing was on the film. Well, we headed up to the lighthouse for a while, and on the way back, I saw a young girl standing there staring at the window. She must have heard my friends and I talking. Talking. Well, before I was able to get down to the house, she stared screaming and took off running. I looked up and saw the figure again. So I rebuked it in the name of Jesus and told it to go back to where it came from because I don't believe in ghosts of people, only the Holy Ghost. Other than that, they are demons posing as people as to put fear in people so they have less faith in God. Satan is a schemer. We have to be on our guard, exclamation point. That's the one fucking punctuation. Satan is a schemer. We have to be on our guard. Anyway, from that day forward, I had visited that place a half dozen times and have not seen the ghost figure since, exclamation point. If it is able to come back to or another is sent in its place, I will be back. I am a God-fearing man, not a demon-fearing man. Jason's ready to take on fucking Constantine over here, ready to take on the fucking... fucking Constantine? Holy shit. Satan is a schemer. And I will take him down. If anyone sees I that ghost, no that bitch ass pussy of a ghost, let me fucking know. I will fucking come out there and go beat that boy's ass, yo. I'm not a demon fearing man. It's like it's it's like I fear no demons. 
Oh my god. I am a god fearing. I thought you guys would like that one. Demons. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. That escalated quickly. I that did that got out of control really quick. That went down over he you know he was like dude, he's like typing as he's doing that. Like sweating more. I'm surprised he didn't go to all caps towards the end there. Dude, no shit. He's fucking. He's got sweat under his armpits and his man boobs. He's he's fucking full sweat. He, he's sprinkling holy water on his face to cool himself off. <laughs> he's got he's it in a window. I am Christian, by the way. I'm just gonna say that. Like, I'm not shitting on the Christian faith or people that I don't believe care. I'll in. shit on the Christian faith. If you don't like it, if you like it, good for you, man. You live your life. I yeah. just don't. But uh. I just I'm, I'm picturing I ex- he's, got, I he's got holy water all in a religions bottle. or all people's opinions on religion. I I'm not one to shit on anyone's views. So yeah, yeah. I think we uh, all take that stance. We're all pretty accepting. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. that got crazy. Yeah, I agree. That did get Good crazy. You, but Jason, Jason, you're a real G. So go you go out there and you go <laughs> yeah, fucking. You keep you fear no demon. Ghost nutting all over those fucking demons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He fears no demon. He only fears the Lord. He reached down and make, grabbed his cock and just started jerking it all over that demon. Dude, I gotta make a poster for Jason's movie. We need to make a poster for Jason, dude. Holy shit. He's got the fucking... He's got those fucking uh, sunglasses on that all the... Like... Never mind. Never mind. It, it, could, just, nope. it could just be the, the, nope. the poster for Constantine with, uh, <laughs> with Keanu Reeves, but just replace Keanu Reeves' face with Jason's face. Yeah, Jason, if you hear this, feel free to uh, send us a picture and we'll make you that poster for free. Send us, yeah. Yeah, say, send us a picture and I will make you that poster of you fighting all the demons. Also, bro, <laughs> yeah. if anyone has been to the lighthouse after 2017 and has seen a figure that has scared you, let us know, and we will reach out to Jason, and we'll let him know, and he will be back. <laughs> he will beat those spirits' ass. He will kick them demons' ass. He's the fuck out of these spirits. <laughs> he will kick them demons' ass. I don't fear no spirits. I only fear God. I'm a God-fearing man. I fear I no spirits. You shall not pass. <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But that's the end of my section. Thanks, Jason, for giving awesome. us uh, your opinion and your insight on the situation. And, and thank you, Anthony, for reading all of those anecdotes. We appreciate it. Good Thanks. shit. Good I stories there. sometimes read. Hell yeah. You can sometimes read good. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, so that is as much as we could get for the Hasita Head Lighthouse in Florence, Oregon. And that's going to wrap that up. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> appreciate you for stopping Bye. by episode 18 of the Haunted Table Podcast. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. And we just turn off. We just, we just leave. I don't even do the outro music. It just ends. <laughs> but yes, yes. Thank you, everybody, for coming by. And of course, we will be back next Monday with another episode. But the end of this month, what is what is the special investigation that we're going to be doing at the end of this month? They got to wait for. We're going to Cresco Theater. It's an old school movie theater. Or I think actually an opera theater. Or play theater. Yes, it's in Cresco, Cresco Iowa. Theater and Opera House. It's Opera House. Ooh. That's what I thought. It is. Yeah, Cresco Theater and Opera House. Freaking cool looking. It is so neat, and I'm telling you, when please support this episode because they are they're fixing it up, and they're allowing us in. And this is like one of the we're I think maybe the first people to actually investigate oh, this place. Hell yeah! No shit. I Good think shit. so. Don't Those hold boys. me on it. We'll probably talk about it during our actual episode, but yeah, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to take this revenue to help support them financially to to help fix it up. So yeah, be ready for that one. It's going to be wild. Yeah. 
that's going to be episode uh, that's going to be on the 29th of this month, the last Monday of this month. So keep an eye out for that. But of course, in between the 15th and the 22nd, we will have two more remote episodes. So stay tuned for those. Uh, and if you want to keep up on any sort of news with what we're doing, if if anything happens, like before, we've had instances where we needed to take a break uh, for, you know, family loss and stuff like that stuff happens. And if you're ever curious as to why we're not posting or what's going on, why is it late? Why are we not here? Follow us on our social medias. We will post there and we'll keep you updated on any news. And then, of course, cool pictures. So you'll see cool pictures of the Hasita Head Lighthouse, which are going to be pretty cool. And that Puppy is Haunting Sunday. underscore table. And of course, Puppy Sunday. You also got to have Puppy Sunday. Was there a puppy posted today? I don't I didn't even look. Did we do a Puppy nope, Sunday? I forgot about Sunday. I'm going to be real with you. Um, I'll send you Odie. <laughs> well, puppy Monday. Actually, well, <laughs> Puppy Monday. Actually, I, I got I got someone on service. Someone who actually sent us a puppy. Okay, yeah. Put so that up. Like I got someone. So, yeah. um, yes. So keep in mind with that. Keep, keep that in mind. Uh, always follow us on our socials for news and puppy Sundays that get posted every once in a while, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> we missed this week, but puppy Sunday, it's just, it's hard guys. Okay. We're, we're still doing research for the episode and then we got to record the episode. So last thing we're thinking about is posting on Instagram, which is why we're bad at, we're bad at social. We are bad at social medias. If there is news, we post it. But if that, if there's anybody, anybody listening that wants to, uh, donate their time to the podcast by helping us with our socials. That would be phenomenal. That would be great. That would be fantastic. It build, yeah. It'll build your portfolio. You can get your name in there, uh, and you can consider. We'll we'll consider it a donation. We'll give you a shout out. We'll call it. We'll we'll give you even in our episodes if you want. If you have your own business, we'll name it out. Give you their website. You know, we'll 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 help you out. You help us out. So uh, if if yeah. anybody out there listening is go with social media, please reach out to us for the love of God. Please, please fucking reach out. To please, us, please fucking help me. <laughs> please help. Oh, just you? Okay, I'm talking about us, but I guess it's just I, you guys are way better oh, wow, than me. Is, Have you seen some pod, of the social media podcast. dumb shit I do? <laughs> no, I'm not in social yes. media. Uh, but anyway, so yes, it's mediocre at best. Exactly. Mediocre at best. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. Anyway. Once again, haunting underscore tables are socials for twi- Twitter and Instagram. Or you can go to huntingtable.com and you can check us out there. Uh, all of our links for everything, even in the top right, little donate button there. If you want to help produce an episode, you want to be a producer, greatly appreciate anybody that helps. Uh, you can do that. Even if, if you don't want to go through that route of going to our website, you can go to paypal.me forward slash the haunting table. You go there, you'll find out that it says Jake Woods. Don't worry, it's not coming to me. That is just my name on the account and then under there you can see that it is the website the email address uh which is also something you can reach out to so if you can't give us your time uh or your treasure i guess i heard on another podcast which i think is pretty cool it's the three t's of helping support a podcast is time talent treasure so if you can't help with time you can't help with treasure talent helps like i said with socials uh or if you want you can go to uh our email address dollhauntingtable at gmail.com let us know if you have anywhere you can get us into which we had someone reach out, so we're going to look into that. That was pretty cool. We'll see if we can get into it, that place. Uh, even if you have pictures of your own puppies that you want to post and maybe uh, have them show up on a puppy Sunday every once in a while, whenever, who knows? Might happen. We'll see. So keep oh, that in nice. mind. And then also, if you have any tips or tricks on how to podcast better or how to reach out to other people or network better or anything, just if you have an idea of how to get our podcast off the ground better than what we're doing now, email us at thehauntingtable at gmail.com. So yeah. Does that, I mean, I think that pretty much sums up everything, right? We're, we're all good. Anybody yeah, else got anything we, else to say? I think you did a great job. We, 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 have, we have one other thing coming up, but I don't know if we want to tell, tell what it is yet. I think we do, actually. I can, I can kind of get into it if you want me to. Go right ahead, buddy, if you, if, if you want. Yeah. 
So, uh, if you guys are big fans, you guys know we went to Tinker Swiss Cod Swiss Cottage. So we went to Tinker Swiss Cottage. I think that was episode three, right? Oh yeah, that was that was early yeah. on. If you remember that, you are an OG. An OG. You're a ghost squad for sure. For life. But we got they reached out to us uh, last week and asked us to give a presentation on one of their tour or their their ghost tours. So before we're getting mm-hmm. for their tour, we're giving a 45 minute presentation. And after the presentation, we're going to be assisting the group of tourists or people taking the tour in investigating the haunted location. So cool. Are with them. Like we're going to be kind of here's what we found and then during our presentation obviously we'll be talking about our our evidence that we've gotten from Tinker Swiss and some of our favorite finds around in our podcast. It's just a really neat opportunity. So it, show them it's, some love. Dude, it's too. so awesome. Yeah, go to yep. Tinker Swiss Cottage on Facebook and you can see when the tour it is. March 20th is the date. Uh, the time is at 7. I believe, I believe the time is at 7. Yes. We'll give you a yep, more I precise time once we get closer to it. Yeah, course. once we get closer. But yeah. they're only taking, uh, I think, 20 people. So the spots will fill up quick. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of an early, early in our career of podcasting meet and greet. So if you want to meet us and hang out with us, try to get try to get in there. Yeah. yeah. Super awesome yeah, opportunity. So, so excited. Yeah. yeah. And and if you do go there from listening to this podcast, please let them know that you you found out about them from our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. That'll help us out. Just dr- name drop the Ghost Boys. Uh, we're here to see the Ghost Boys. <laughs> yes, that's where I want to be in life. Hell yeah, that would be yes. phenomenal. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It's a wet yeah. dream. So we'll g- we'll give you more info on that the closer we get. So, but other than that, I think that wraps it all up. Are we good? Are we I'm good? good. Everybody good? I'm good. All right. Yes, well, sir. once again, thank you everybody for coming by. We'll see you next Monday. So until then, stay safe. And happy haunting. Love you guys. Love you guys. (laughs) Hell yeah.